0: Steve Miller Band and America's Pastime on tonight's Rocks and Dirt.
1: Oh, my, okay. my goodness. That was vicious. Oh, my. Harper oh, lifts off and gone.
0: Oh, oh. Welcome to Rocks and Dirts, We are gonna talk a little baseball. It is baseball season, but we're gonna start off talking about Steve Miller band. I'm Mike Harper. I'm here with the Space Cowboy Todd
1: Rindley and hey, the gangster of love, Steve. <laughs> hey, tonight I'm gonna to speak of the Pompetus of Love. <laughs> That's
0: right. Steve Miller band goes all the way back, what, the 69? Is that when these started now? 68? Oh, 68. 68. 68, was 68. The first, He's 77 first two years old. You got 18 studio albums. We're going to hit as many of them as we can. This, this is a good problem that we have. And we've got an artist like this who's got so many albums, so many hits. Uh, and, and he kind of had a, a real sweet spot there, too. Oh, yeah. uh, Late 70s. Well, actually, early 70s. The Joker was in 1973. And that was described as uh, his second coming, so to speak. I mean, yeah. he,
1: he kind of simplified he kind his, two careers. his
0: style a little bit. But we're here. We're listening to a song here from his second album. Is that correct? Uh, is that so. you want USA.
1: Yeah, second or third. Yeah. Uh, I think it's Sailor. Sailor? Sailor from 1968, yeah. Oh, second, second album. His old friend from Dallas, Boss Skaggs, played in the band, too, at this time. Rhythm really? guitar and vocals, yeah. Who played that harmonica? Sound like I you, think Steve. I think it's Steve Miller. Oh, thank you. I think that yeah. was actually Steve Miller. Uh, okay. Yeah, Steve Miller, harmonica. Yeah, that's Steve Miller playing harmonica. I just looked it up. Yeah, you're
0: right. Boss Gags, look at that. Yeah. There he is. Huh? Then he went off his own after two albums. And who knew? Uh, that album went to number 24. Here we go, there's Joker. Right? 1973, this is when things really kind of started taking off for him. Yeah. A lot of hits off, uh, a couple of hits off this album. The next album was different. even bigger.
1: Yeah, he was on his way up. Some way. Call me He's referencing his old songs and several you, times. Hey, did you know that everybody can't do that?
0: Uh, that? You can't go...
1: Uh, 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 Maurice. <laughs> <laughs> That's an Uncle Albert, isn't it, Paul McCartney? Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. See, <laughs> I can't roll my tongue.
0: Really? No, I can't. Like, I probably could joking. speak Spanish. I really can't. <laughs> no, I can't. It. <laughs> it. I go.
1: I go. A lot of people can't do the start. Can't do the Mr. Spock salute. I can't. I can't roll my tongue. Though. Where are you going? I'm we might be thinking.
0: Well, listen. This is one that you like, Mike. Yeah, this is off the Joker. This is the Joker. From, uh, the, from the Joker album. It's Chubata de Mama Mama. It's got the coolest bass solo in it. It's just a groove, and that's kind of what... It's the same intro as a big hit on the next album. Yeah, this is what it said, what, the, like the second career for him. He kind of simplified it. He just, it's just straight up jamming. Four-chord rock in a
1: lot of ways. But listen to this. I don't even know what it means. Papa just doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it's just Steve just made it up because it sounded cool it's, there's, a, there's like a two-minute bass solo in this thing. It sounds like the meters. <laughs> it does, right? Yeah. This is a story. How, how far in is that bass solo? Uh, it's about
0: three minutes in.
1: On, <laughs> yeah. He's kind of soloing, right? Is this from the Alter Joker album? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, I just know it, that song. It, it, on the the title It's play. got a nice groove. It's easy to dance to. Yeah, <laughs> you said that last week nice you know, it's Give it a 10 yeah, there's,
0: It's very groove oriented There's another one called uh, Cash nothing but trash There's one called Mary Lou anyway, It's all very groove driven And uh, kind of Robert Johnson-y in its feel In fact there's one song by uh, Robert Johnson called Come on in my
1: kitchen Oh yeah that's a Robert Johnson cla- I think Eric Clapton's probably in that too what album was that? Uh, well, this is all in the Joker. Well, they were originally in the 60s, the Steve Miller Blues Band. Yeah. But George Martin, of all people, Your when they recorded it in England, but trash. said uh, <laughs> <laughs> he advised they, they drop the blues for their name yeah. to get a bigger audience. So, Steve Miller Band. Yeah, you may have heard about the gangster love and the space cowboy, but I'm going to whip a cat on you right now. It's right. had have more trouble. Trials, Trials, Trials and tribulations. tribulations. One, two, three, hey! Yay! Yeah. it's out. I gotta check out the joke. I was walking down the main track. <laughs> now,
0: who was that blues guy you were talking about earlier? Robert Johnson. What about Robert Johnson? Uh, another song he's, he's, he does by Robert Johnson called Come On in My Kitchen. It's live from the Tower Theater, Philadelphia, but it's on this album. That's a well known Robert Johnson. Come On in My Kitchen.
1: Who played bass? Is this the Joker album? Still? This is yeah. from the Joker album. I gotta find so that sounds know. familiar, doesn't it? A guy named Gerald Johnson playing bass. Because oh, Lonnie Turner played most of his albums back then, but this is a different guy. Uh, yeah. Wow. Ooh. Funky.
0: It's live. Ah.
1: Or the crowd sounds, huh? in. Yeah,
0: I think you might be on uh, that might be Evil live at the Aquarius Theater. One
1: called Evil.
0: Evil. Gerald Johnson.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, well, this one is live. And Evil is live as well.
0: There you go. That sounds like oh, Roger, John. has come on in my kitchen. And
1: all right. Well, before okay. we get off of this, we got to we gotta get. Uh, Let's get to the next album. It was even bigger. No, we got to get this. Oh, yeah. He, he refers P. to Gangster Love really all, the all the time. Wrestling. And Space Cowboys. This is Gangster Love. Way out in the west. Those cats could have dug me in my gangster ways of hung up the guns. Dug it to the graves because I'm a gangster. <laughs> Hey, wouldn't, I've what, never heard this Wasn't this on the Office Space soundtrack I'm a gangster That was oh, the Ghetto Boys Oh that's a it's different It's good to be a gangster, gangster. You're thinking of Oh yeah it's good to be In Office Space Now look at here <laughs> Look at here The copy the machine printer You see I'm a gangster yeah. I'm a gangster <laughs> A gangster of <laughs> love That's pretty cool Jumped in my white house Cadillac I rode across All right <laughs> well That's the other album That's it While I Can Eagle Was the next album 1976 And it was even bigger
0: This is when he got too big. He got too big. Jungle Roll. We didn't
1: go back to the album before. I just started at one. Oh, yeah, that's right. This is the Greatest Hits. Yeah, we're doing Greatest Hits. Theme song to Everybody Loves Raymond. If you're not sure what album to buy, buy Steve Miller's Greatest Hits. The blue album with the horse on it.
0: 74 to... uh, 78. It's pretty safe with any artist. 78. Mm -hmm. The blue album. The horse. Everybody knows that one. Yeah, I heard him play this in Cincinnati in the '70s. On him, he dedicated it to Johnny Bench. I'll never forget. This <laughs> song was dedicated to Johnny Bench. Everybody it. You- Cincinnati
1: had to. Did he dedicate one to Pete Rose? No,
0: no, he did not. Uh, come on, man.
1: A, he didn't get a fair shake. This one's dedicated to Pete Rose. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's the same intro as that song you played a while ago. The drums. <laughs> worked one time. Three chords, worked, I think, man. in this song. <laughs> 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 Pete Rose got caught. <laughs> Pete Rose. That's the character in this song. He's caught. I, mean. <laughs> <laughs> I never listen to <laughs> the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. We got a lot of stuff to cover here. There's your Pete Rose right there. Yeah. yeah. If, you're, if you're in a band, you've probably played at least one of these songs. <laughs> 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 the '95.
1: They're pretty simple, just usually two or three, three or four chords in them. You need that uh, splash symbol for this, China symbol. Also, we need to mention where he's from. He was born in Milwaukee, where his dad was friends with the legendary Les Paul, who was from Milwaukee. He was an early encourager of Steve, a young Steve Miller on the guitar. He moved to Dallas when he was six with his family. Went to the same school as Dusty Hill of ZZ Top. Woodrow Wilson High School, I think, in Dallas. He started a band in school with his classmate, Boz Skaggs. He taught Boz Skaggs his first few chords. And they had a band called the Marksman in the 50s, in Dallas. This is where I got into Steve Irwin when I was a kid. I loved this song. The organ and the, the riff. Coolest one, except for maybe the Gangster song. Really <laughs>
0: I'd like to, I'd like to know which song was his biggest.
1: Huh. Wouldn't it be well, this one? It,
0: I'm thinking this might have been it. It
1: might be. Let's see. Uh,
0: People would have their own votes. If you're a 70s guy, you might like the Joker. If you're an 80s guy, you might like this one.
1: Biggest song. Let's see. Oh, well, both Abercadaver and the Joker went to number one. So, Flock and Eagle went to number two. Okay. I'm looking at Billboard. The Joker and Abracadabra. Yeah. His first and his, I guess, last year. Um, oh, here we go. This is number, this. Flock and Eagle peaked at number two. On March eleventh, nineteen seventy-seven, I got it all right here. Oh, "Rockin' Me" went to number one. This single before this, he had three number one singles. I didn't know that.
0: Uh, "Abracadabra," "The Joker," and "Rockin'
1: Me." Oh, this is the intro to Jetliner, and it's long. Yeah, I guess it's considered a separate song. Oh, there's no guitar; it's a synth analog synth so. didn't write this song. Did you know that? I think his guitar player wrote it. <laughs> I don't like it either. No, he didn't write it. He didn't write it. He probably liked it. It's all right. Okay. <laughs> all right. This is in that book of misunderstood rock lyrics as Big Old Jed Had a Lighter. Like Jed Clampett with a lighter, I know. cigarette lighter. It's Never heard that. I it's in that book. Yeah, I guess he's in the book. Excuse me while I kiss this guy. Yeah. Goodbye to all my friends at home.
0: Goodbye to Good. people. Good. 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 There's your uh, Steve Miller for tonight. You picked your song. He just had a. You know, we go through these artists and we, we wind up. Boy, they had more songs than we realized. You start counting them up. Uh, and these guys are so prolific, been around for decades. Here's Steve Miller, 77 years old, still kicking. Uh, probably hasn't had a hit in 20 years, but you know what? <laughs> Mark 40. Yeah. he uh, out, but... He's still living off these songs, and we're still enjoying them today. Yeah. You're listening to Rocks and Dirt. It's classic rock and sports. Uh, before we move to the next segment, this segment is brought to you by the Tuxedo Cats. TheTuxedoCats.com. Uh, It's a band that, it just so happens, all three of us are in, uh, not to mention a couple other guys, uh, Scotty G and Tim Ledge, uh, and various formations of the band uh, taking place each and every week. Uh, Every Thursday night, you see the Tuxedo Cats in this formation of Todd and Steve and myself we will be there this Thursday night at the the Crazy Cajun, 6.30 each Thursday night. Uh, Anything special we can look forward to that, Uh, Todd, to bring the trapeze this week, Steve, your accordion
1: <laughs> anything, anything accordion huh? yeah. hey you were in Jim's gents not me <laughs>
0: <laughs> I believe we had an accordion in yeah Jim's that's gym. what I'm saying yeah like was, Weird Al that's this Thursday night and then of course uh, uh, thetuxedocats.com you can always check our Facebook page out there's lots of uh, clean content there and, and directions on uh, where we're playing and when uh, there's, there's pictures and sounds of the events with the Tuxedocats. Cats uh, love Having you come out and see us. We love uh, doing this. We love that you're a part of that. Uh, TuxedoCast.com and on Facebook. And as we move into the rocks section, or uh, we're, we're out of the rock section into the dirt, we're getting down and dirty. Major League Baseball is back. And April Fool's Day is opening day. It turns out April 1st will be the first game for the Rangers. They're going to be playing uh, away. I think they're in Kansas City, Steve. Did you see them? They're They're not playing at home until April 5th. So they'll have a couple of ways. Like they never open at home. They always open on the road. And uh, yeah. No, so the Rangers will be uh, opening. Uh, and their tickets have gone on sale. And, and their promotion says no more cardboard. It's humans now. They're bringing humans into the ballpark, a brand new ballpark. Uh, I was talking to a friend tonight, and he said, "All oh, the Rangers built a new ballpark? Where have you been, man?
1: It's <laughs> kind of last year was so strange. That yeah. They played the World Series there, though.
0: <laughs> yeah. They had a, a new ballpark. They just opened it last year in time for COVID, uh, and all the uh, cardboard figures enjoyed that partial season, and now we get to enjoy it. In fact, uh, my lovely wife and life partner, Lois, has purchased uh, four tickets for us and my son and my grandson. We're going to go April 30th, so... Uh, Looking forward to seeing our, our, my first game at the new ballpark, Rangers Globe Life Field. You said Globe Life Stadium. Now it's uh, Globe Life Globe Park. Park now, Globe Life Field. now it's Globe Life Field. Full capacity. Uh, full capacity. Right. Yeah, I think now last. time, the only team. The only, only team. Only team.
1: Yeah. Requiring masks, still mandate um, masks. And, and they'll voluntarily social distance seating if, if you want it.
0: Now, Todd, I don't know. Uh, you've got quite a lot on your at your fingertips there. I don't know if you've got a sound effect that goes wah,
1: wah, wah, wah.
0: If not, I'll just do that because I'm about to tell
1: you.
0: Yeah, this is what I'm telling you. Thank you. Uh, I'm looking at the predictions for this year's MLB standings, and our Texas Rangers are predicted to be – Last in the AL Central,
1: rebuilding, yeah, once again. Disappointed. But,
0: but it's not all about winning. Wait a minute! Of course it is. <laughs> I forgot about the actual baseball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah they uh, are the the dreaded, hated Houston Astros are predicted to, to, to be first, and I'm going to get in trouble for saying that. Uh, but, but yeah, they're uh, they're predicted to win uh, the AL West division. Here's how it works, Todd. There are there are 15 teams in each league. 30 teams altogether. Each each league has three divisions. Each division has five teams. So that's five division or that's six divisions with five teams each. National League, American League. Thirty teams. It's a lot of teams. Say it all again. There's two leagues, National and American. Okay. Each league has three divisions, East, Central, and a West. So there's six of those. Okay. Each Division has five teams, so, you, so the Rangers are going to come in fifth, according to Major
1: League Baseball prediction. Well, they're stupid. <laughs> I think we can sum it up. I want to mention there's a couple of rule changes that are kind of significant. Oh, really? Yeah, that's right. Uh, first of all, doubleheaders will be played is two seven-inning games instead of two nine-inning games. Wow. I'm, pr- I'm surprised they're having doubleheaders. Yep. Here's another one. I think they experimented with this last year or maybe in spring training, but uh, a runner will be placed on second base at the start of every half inning that goes into extra innings to speed the game up. That's kind of controversial, I would think. But... <laughs> but downright painful, seemingly. Yeah, Yeah. second base. You get a runner. And... Todd,
0: what do you think of that? It's extra innings. We're going to go ahead and put a guy out on first, uh, second base. That's what I think. And that's I <laughs> think. Why, why stop it was there? It controversial. Let's use two balls. Let's have one in out in the field, and the other guy, can, the, the batter can just toss it up Ooh. and hit it. How about, let's give uh, Hey, one, it may help the Rangers, though. <laughs> everybody gets a participation but, trophy. Yes, let's give, everybody gets one extra base. In other words, somebody in the dugout, just grab a base. He gets to hold on to it, and that's his base, and he's always safe. How about doing that? Uh, they're
1: trying to speed the game up, I guess. I mean, if it goes that? in the extra innings, yeah, whatever. I guess that's what it is. Yeah, it, and it'll still they be, go on for a long time. If, it, I mean, if it's, there's been changes innings. all through the years. There's first, always changes. First, they take away no hitters because no pitcher gets to pitch nine
0: innings uh-huh. anymore. Well, they're still technically allowed to, but just nobody ever, practically never done because they don't because coaches don't leave them in. Yeah. They've taken away steel cleats. <laughs> yes, they did. They won't <laughs> the spirit of Ty Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ty Cobb used to slide in high. They won't let Joe Jackson go shoeless anymore. Uh, no, he's dead. Wait
1: a minute. And None of these things are happening anymore.
0: <laughs> Everything's different. It's all changed. I wish a buck was still sick. This saving. isn't my yeah. world.
1: Pete Rose is still not allowed to gamble. He's
0: still, well, he's, he's allowed to gamble. He's just not allowed in baseball. <laughs> hey, gamble he yeah, now. I guess, he's right? a gambling man. Just a boy. So, but it's still baseball. There's still going to be, you know, runs and hits and errors and pitchers and catchers, uh, and the, the games will vicious. will commence. Uh, oh, that was football. It <laughs> sounds very much. Somebody just got to touch it. Sounds very much like baseball there for a second. I uh, hear the teams that are predicted to win their divisions: the Atlanta Braves, the St. Louis Cardinals, the Los Angeles Dodgers. No surprise there. American League: the Chicago White Sox, Houston Astros, and the New York Yankees. These are going to be your winners. So the American New leagues York, up north, Yankees. Um, is is no, you, you said? East, Central, and West. So is there a North? The American be
1: North? And no, the football other... has that. No, no, there's two. NFL has a they and the it up. And the south.
0: Yeah, there's two leagues: American League and National League, and both have an East, Central, and a West, and they're kind of geographically aligned that way. In other words, you know, the Yankees are in the East. The Oakland Athletics are in the West, and uh, okay. you know, like the Kansas City Royals are in the Central. Uh, generally speaking, they can't do it 100 percent that way, but they try. I'm going to need a graph. Yeah, it is easier if you're looking at. It. I'm looking at it right here, and it, it is easier to follow because there's five teams. I like that it's all even. Remember the time it was when oh, there yeah. was only some divisions only had four teams, yeah. and so others had five or six. So I like that they've kept it even. But you know, the schedule is just crazy. You know, you play in your own division forever. You know, yeah. like the Rangers are going to play the Athletics, like. 70 times this year or something crazy oh i think the athletics went to playoffs last year and, and speaking of the athletics who's playing for the athletics this year elvis
1: thank you very much elvis ah! Andrews. Wow.
0: yeah he's after 15 years or so wow. playing with the uh, That's th- with weird. the rangers he's In the gone. division. yeah so we'll be seeing him uh when he f- first comes to globe life as an athletic watch the stands he watch was the, the last
1: player from the uh, from the division series winners, from the World Series, World series,
0: team. series team. What's going to happen ago. in
1: the stands, Mike?
0: Well, they're going to uh, be a standing ovation for Elvis. They're going to thank you very much. A long standing ovation for Elvis when he comes up to bat for the first time. Do you remember what happened when Josh Hamilton did that? <laughs> he was booed for ten minutes straight. I was at that game because he said he was the, with he the Angels, right? He yeah. went to the Angels yeah. for money, and he said that oh, Texas isn't really a baseball town. It's football. Yeah, yeah, yeah and oh, he got Dallas. Is football, he got booed so he, out of town yeah. for that. I've never seen somebody uh, booed right. as much as he was booed that day. Not the, Elvis. He's gonna get. He's gonna get a warm
1: reception. What's the way he played in his last playoff game against the Athletics? He just looked real lackadaisical. He knew he was leaving, and he missed some catches that he could have gotten, and messed up the Cowboy, yeah, Cowboys. Cowboys Rangers. What well, could have messed <laughs> the Cowboys? He's uh,
0: always trying to get the Cowboys in there. You
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they It messed up the, the Rangers in the playoff. Hello again, the play everyone. Again.
0: It's good to have Howell. you with us for this event. It figures <laughs> Hello, to be again. an
1: exceptional one. one Gargantuans doesn't need any buildup. <laughs> <laughs> Gargantuans of the gridiron or whatever you say. I love that one. So uh, if you have any
0: questions about who's going to finish where in the major league baseball standings, it's Todd at the com. He can answer all your baseball <laughs> yeah, questions. Yeah, Todd I got, I got people. At the TuxedoCats. dot com. Uh that you probably get more answers for Tuxedo Cats questions. And, and Todd's people can answer some of those baseball questions for him. He's got a lot of people. So I think it's probably about time for me to say, Lois, I'm coming home to see you. Uh, this is Mike Harper with Todd Rinley and Steve Graham. Uh, the Tuxedo Cats Rocks and Dirts podcast brought to you by the Tuxedo Cats. For all of us, we'll see you next time. Until then, bye-bye.